we got a little Elvis going. Welcome back to another episode of Maybe Next Time. I'm your host, William Bluer, with my co-host, Simon McCormack. Nets Nation. <laughs> We're self-quarantining in the Wild West Casino. <laughs> Just to set the scene for you all, <laughs> yeah. it is 11.43 in Hotlantic City. We are two of maybe 13 people who are in the Wild West <laughs> Casino. We have tried to obtain, tried and failed to obtain a drink at both bars. It's not open till noon. Uh, additionally, have attempted to hit up Ghee Fiari's barbecue joint to see if I could maybe get a truly from them. Oh, yeah, I did they, that, that third attempt. Yeah, that, that was, was while on my bathroom trip. I did. I was going to yeah. get you a soda. Oh, thank you. Yeah. Uh, failed. It too is closed. Um, I don't know if you're picking up on the theme, but everything <laughs> is shut down um, now. You know, I don't want to extrapolate from our experience here, but mo- everything in most of our society right now is closed down. These bye, are, bye. These are genuinely dark, uncertain, scary times. Yeah. And so what we're going to try to do <laughs> on this podcast is a, a podcast that I think uh, oftentimes is quite dark itself and uh, despairing. <laughs> yeah. We're going to try to not wallow in that for this entire episode and acknowledge that horrible things are happening, but one thing that continues to exist and is a bright little ray of hope and sunshine for us all is the Brooklyn Nets. Yeah. Would you say that's how you feel? Yes. I mean, as we'll get to, the, the games aren't happening, but... but The in, NBA but is suspended the, indefinitely. But the Nets as a franchise continue to exist and hopefully bring some levity. So, as mentioned, we're at the Wild West. So if you happen to hear uh, banging tunes in the background, that is not a new layer of audio that I have superimposed <laughs> onto this. That is brought to you by... T.M. Bali's Casino, yeah. uh, the parent company of the Wild West. Uh, we are in Coyote Kate's parlor. Yeah. I think that's, I, I, I mean, I assume that's what people, where people assumed we were. Right. But just to confirm, right. we are at Coyote uh, Kate's. And, yes, and right, right by the Montagna. <laughs> De Oro. <laughs> um, what would you say that is? That, House? Saloon? It says it's a hotel. Oh, hotel. It's, Sorry. Yeah. It's pink. Uh, I believe Montaña de Oro means golden mountain. Mm. Um, so why a pink hotel is conflated with that is a bit bewildering. But it's a lovely Atmos, as I'm sure you're picking <laughs> up on. Uh, we will try to interject some of the local color. Um, throughout the episode to break up the, uh, the the hoops we're talking. Yeah. Because, after all, this is a basketball forward podcast. Yes. Okay. So, without further ado, let's get straight straight into it. I'm gonna, I got some rapid-fire gambling questions for okay. you. Okay. Well, initially they were going to be gambling, but then things went off the rails. So, here's the first <laughs> one. <laughs> oh, God. 
I'm not reading the first one. Okay. <laughs> it does suffice it to say Joe Biden is involved, and I don't. I said I was going to stay positive in this <laughs> podcast, and if we start there, this thing is going to get negative really, really yeah, fast. Yeah, yeah, I understand. Uh, so this one in in AC, Simon, yes. as you have taught us all, um, brandy is king. Uh huh. For you, <laughs> which net is most reminiscent of this sweet, sweet elixir? Um, Simon, by the way, for context, Simon is a brandy man when he's in AC. At any of the machines that allow you to order, he'll he'll order various fruit-infused brandies. <laughs> yeah, um, that is a great question. So, I guess, I guess my answer, I think my answer is. Um, Nick Claxton because Nick Claxton comes around very infrequently. We, we only make it to Atlantic City about once a year. But when he's around, he can be a true delight. And yeah. he can be, you know, I know he's, I don't want to take your, your, um, place of being the, uh, the, the Claxton stan of, of him. But, but, you know, he's, he's fun to watch. You know, he'll shoot a three and make it, and that, that that's fun. He'll and dribble something literally <laughs> unprecedented for net centers. He will dribble the basketball. Right. He can he can get around on, on the court by himself. Um, he's not a statue with, with the ball in his hands. So, um, but, he only, he, you know, he only comes around a little bit. <laughs> Simon, first of all, great answer. Thank you. Uh, I, really, I really liked that one. Uh, keep them coming. <laughs> See how positive I'm staying? Yes. This yeah. is it's a little unnerving, but I'll get used to it. I'll get used to it. All right. We always go to a place called White House Subs when we're here. Yes. Uh, it's a classic staple of the trip. It's a staple institution of the community. Uh, and they have tons of pictures of famous celebs who have eaten a White House sub up on their walls. If you ran, this is a two-part question. Okay. If you ran a hoagie joint, Simon, mm. which net would you most want featured on the wall in a signed picture? Right. That's part one. Okay. Part two of this question: What would be on a special Simon's sub at your hoagie joint? Oh, so what would a Simon's what a great sub question. be? Yeah. Thanks. Thank you for the cue. Yeah. So. For me, William, I think the best person that I could get is is actually a former net, former net Jared Dudley. <laughs> I think to me he screams hoagie. Yeah. And I, you know, I, I think he would be kind enough also because I, I want to even in this fictional scenario to, to have some level of reality. Right, and right, right, right. I'm not getting a Kevin Durant to pop by and no. I'm certainly not getting him to sign a photo of himself. Hell no. He hasn't spoken with the media since September, <laughs> so. <laughs> yeah, he's, he'll, he'll be on the Olympic uh, the Olympic junket, right. press junket, but not the Nets <laughs> one. Um, so, so, but I do think Jared Dudley would be kind enough to sit down, sign a picture, take a picture with me, or of just himself sitting in the sub place and, and signing a thing. And I think it'd be great. Um, my answer for sub, I I know I'm gonna leave. I, I know this is this is not gonna be perfect because I'm I'm ad libbing. Right. But I would say turkey is probably one of my okay. very favorite sub, and um, buffalo chicken. So two. 
two meats. Okay. Swiss, which I know you don't like, but yeah. I am my father's son. Right. I love I love Swiss Can't cheese. Can't miss on Swiss. Yeah. Um, mustard. Yeah. Tomato, lettuce, yellow, pickles. French cheese mustard, or yellow. I'm afraid. Yellow. yellow. Yeah. I I know. Again, that's that's okay. where we might depart. Mayo, which I know you like. Love. Um, salt, pepper. Yeah. And olive oil, vinegar, as well as like your usual, like whatever veggies you, the, sure, the customer sure, wants to put sure. on. Um, you leave that to their discretion. Yes. Thank right, you for right, the question. Right. That was no problem. That was fun to think about. So now that we're, we're through the fun rapid fire section, okay. we have some big issues in Nets basketball to discuss. Yes. The season is potentially not going to continue. Yep. Uh, and our coach, which we did an emergency cast, has been fired. Yes. Mutually fired. Yeah. And a lot more has come out since we did a whole episode about it, but we were reacting really in, in real time. And more has come to light. Yeah. We, so, were, we were in the dark about the true, uh, you know, how, how the machinations. Right. Exactly. But we're not anymore. We're in the light. So let's start with the season. Okay. NBA suspends all activity indefinitely. Now they're saying it's at least a 30-day suspension of activity. And the number one question that comes up in Nets fans' minds, also the number one trending acquisition in fantasy basketball, is a Brooklyn Net named Kevin Durant. If the season comes back but is delayed several months... Do you think that gives Kevin Durant time to be back into five-on-five five health? I think that the coronavirus has called Kevin Durant's bluff, and it is not health that is keeping him from playing. It is a lack of desire to play with the Nets who are not named Kyrie Irving. Correct. Um, and, you know, DeAndre Jordan. But I don't think DeAndre Jordan is enough of a draw. No. For KD. So if I had to guess, I would say Kevin Durant, they'll figure out some reason for him to not to not play. What do you think? I I um, don't think we're going to see. I've said it once. I'll say it a thousand times. I do not think Kevin Durant is playing for the Nets this season. Yeah. Um, unless something really bizarre happens where they, like have to delay it for so long that it becomes sort of like a newish season, you know, and yeah, we'll see. Um, so let's get to Kenny. Okay. Right? We don't know anything about how what the NBA is thinking. We could conjecture when it'll be back, but I don't think we have anything of substance to add to that. Right. Do you? I think that is completely fair. Okay. Um, so, there's a lot going on. An athletic article came out they really delved into some of the behind-the-scenes details. Some things I wanted to bring out in it. Um, Kenny's prescience. Oh. Do you remember this? When, when he said, I could tell my clock is ticking or yeah, something? Yeah, back in December, he said, he, say, he, sh- he said, I know my time is, is ticking. Uh, it puts me on edge. Tough business, tough town. Expectations have been raised, so I know my time will eventually come. Just do the best I can until that happens. 
Well, he did the best for about three more months after that. <laughs> and then was fired. Yeah. Uh, so apparently, just to go over some of the timeline details, it escalated during the Boston game when Kenny went off at halftime, benched all the starters, Karras went off, they won. Then it blew up after the Memphis game when players began calling out DeAndre Jordan and Spencer Dinwiddie for not putting an effort. How it took this long to call out DeAndre Jordan for not putting in effort is beyond uh, the imagination. Uh, he is clearly not put in effort the majority of the season. Um, and then Durant spoke up saying this wasn't the right habits of a championship organization. They didn't have the right habits. Uh, and a final pull-out quote, Durant and Irving never connected with Atkinson, and there was a growing belief that they did not have interest in playing for him when this team is whole again next season, sources told The Athletic. Simon, where are you at with this whole saga? Um, oh, and I'll, I'll just quickly mention another thing that I thought was was interesting, was in, in that uh, meeting, the Memphis meeting, they were also talking about, I guess the players were saying, Kenny needs to define roles, he needs to define a pecking order, he needs to be... Communication was brought up, like, that's probably the most common word in that story. Um, And so, I guess, to me, what it brings out... First of all, it does not, it does not, that particular story does not single out Kyrie as the biggest influence, but Mm -hmm. other reporting has said, like, the New York Post, for example, has said, like, Kyrie was maybe the biggest push pusher outer right and also he's the only of the two stars that has actually played um and i just i don't know the biggest thing that i took from it was it made me feel like kyrie irving and i give you credit for being on the ground floor of this but i think now it's safe to say kyrie irving is the star who wins you the least number of games who destroys a team the most Mm -hmm. so like and demands the most so if you look at somebody like a LeBron James yes he is going to completely revamp your team but he's also and you know the payoff is almost a certain run to the championship right (laughs) you will will be in immediate contention and possibly win a championship Kyrie Irving will do similar things and demand similar things and destroy similar amounts of culture (laughs) But we'll play 20 games, <laughs> win eight or so of them, and, just, like, it's insane to me that somebody like that has, I understand, it's a player empowerment league, it's a stars league, but the guy doesn't play basketball, and yet gets to dictate who your coach is, what players you bring on, how long he gets to play, and as I was talking to you before, and then I'll, I'll wind down, he... He didn't connect with Kenny Atkinson. I just, the guy had through the roof usage, mm-hmm. at least top 10, if not top 5 usage numbers, averaging career high in points, averaging, uh, you know, perfectly great numbers. And right. certainly no one would look at his time on the court and be like, wow, he's really deferring. <laughs> he's, this is a really like egalitarian offense we're running. And it was a perfectly good offense. I honestly didn't have much of an issue with the offense. Like, yeah. it was a top whatever offense with him playing um but it's ridiculous to me that like that guy because they they mentioned something in that article about how they his offense Kenny's offense didn't seem to like cater to I forget the exact verbiage but something like didn't cater enough to its stars quote unquote but one of those stars has not played so (laughs) 
it's hard to say that it would cater to Kevin Durant or not. Right. Um, Impossible to say. Right. So it, the only person you could say that about is Kyrie Irving, and I just find that completely absurd. Um, before I get into the thing I really would like to talk about, I'm yep. going to go procure us uh, a drink. Okay. Is what that would good? you like me to do? Oh, I'm going to pause. Oh, okay. Yeah, you, okay. I mean, feel free to okay. <laughs> comment on what you see around <laughs> you, but uh, we'll be right back. Okay. You're going to hear a great little song here. We're back, folks. Um, all right. We're talking Kenny Atkinson. Yeah. He's no longer with the Nets. Um, okay, it looks like our friends will not be joining us. Okay. One name that pops up in almost anything you read about this whole saga is DeAndre Jordan. Mm. Uh, Zach Lowe, who did a reaction pod with Kevin Arnovitz, two in, true insiders, <laughs> and two men who choose their words extremely judiciously. <laughs> um, when, when Zach Lowe was talking about things that had been swirling around about the Nets, and again, said he didn't want to get into many details, but the one he decided he would divulge was the DeAndre Jordan issue. So it has been well known, apparently, throughout the league that there have been tensions relating to DeAndre Jordan's role on the team. Uh, I guess it was believed by... DeAndre Jordan's very powerful friends that bringing him in for 10 years, million a year, 40, for four years, wasn't enough. But on top of that, he also needed to be a starter. Um, I think Bill Simmons said it best on his show with Rusillo. He said, if you ask 100 people who watch basketball and know about basketball who you should play during a season when you have zero chance of winning the title, is there one person who would say DeAndre Jordan? Uh, there are three people who would say DeAndre Jordan, Bill Simmons. It is DeAndre Jordan, Kevin Durant, and Kyrie Irving. Yeah. Those are the three human beings who would say that. And Jacques Vaughn under duress. Right. <laughs> the puppet. Jock Vaughn. Right. Um, so, <laughs> this has been one of the things, obviously, that has irked me the most about this team is DeAndre Jordan. What he represents and what his role will be going forward. Apparently, it's going to be a prominent role. Um, apparently, he's going to have to be a starter, so whatever coach comes in is going to have to start him, which very conveniently happens to stomp out the one young, bright, shining star on our team. A 21-year-old guy who has through-the-roof potential is already a better basketball player than DeAndre Jordan at 21, and theoretically only has one direction to go, which is to get improve, 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 whereas DeAndre Jordan is going on the opposite tra uh, trajectory, which is to consistently get worse and worse and worse, as he has over the last three seasons. Consistently worse and worse and worse. Now, instead of that, uh, Jared Allen is... A, is getting fewer and fewer minutes. He's being humiliated on an almost nightly basis and being asked to talk about his humiliation on a nightly basis by people wondering why he isn't getting any playing time. 
uh, we've totally stunted his growth and development, and in all likelihood, we'll be trading him because he will be so made so miserable by the current regime that is in power. Uh, this, I, I, I mean, of all of the things, you know, like even if Kyrie and KD don't play a single minute, DeAndre Jordan has played a ton of minutes, and each one to me has been a form of, of torture. Mm. Um, I, I think he he represents everything that is hopeless about this team and frustrating about this team and it seems like the voices that are propping him up are gaining in power not uh, not waning and uh, that to me is an ominous sign yeah so I I would say that as far as I know I, I feel like this season for DeAndre has been better than than say like last year with with the Mavs right uh I mean, I mean, I think he averaged. I think he averaged similar numbers, but um, the problem is not what that he gets rebounds and points at a fairly efficient rate. It is that he does not play defense. Right. Um, he is one of the, if not the worst defensive player I've seen in the NBA. <laughs> so I, as I've said before, I I feel like he's he's gotten better. I, I you know of of late he's played better. Uh, Even if he's good. But, yeah, yeah. Don't we need to be developing Jared Allen? Isn't that a more of a priority, especially in a season where we don't have any chance? Yeah, I mean, in a yes, in a world where we don't have to cater to stars. Yes, definitely. Uh, I agree. I, I so he's averaging two fewer points than when he was on. The, sorry, three fewer points than he was on the Knicks and Mavericks last year. His rebounds are down by. Uh, by three from when he was on the Mavericks. Oh, wow. Um, his shooting f- uh, free throw percentage is down. His effective field goal percentage is slightly up. Okay. Yeah, so uh, okay. his assists are down. His steals are down. His blocks are down. I mean, any counting stat, he's worse. Okay. Okay. Um, which is the trajectory he's on, and which is why it's frustrating to have him stunting the growth of someone who is on the opposite trajectory. Right. Um, yeah. I mean, it 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 is something that I think is a fait accompli. I I, I don't see another way around it. Uh, you know, I, as you said, I don't see Kyrie and Katie getting less power. Nope. Uh, as as the uh, clock ticks, so I would say, yeah, I, I I think the 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 best case scenario is perhaps I mean realistic scenario is maybe getting something uh, good for him um, from a team that hopefully recognizes that from another team that recognizes that Jarrett's drop in production recently is is a function mostly of. Um, of net dynamics. Oh, absolutely. And I think it's that's one hopeful thing for this team. It's very obvious that any GM who at, likes Jared Allen at all is going to be able to talk themselves into this is a bad situation, which is why it went south this season um, for him, and it's not the player's fault. I mean, he's a 21-year-old who can average a double-double easily on your team and is a elite rim protector. 
Um, I don't think it's going to be, I mean, I know it's not, Sinner is not the most popular thing in the world. It should be noted that after the Pocket Rockets went on a winning binge, they have suddenly started to lose several games. So the complete abandonment of a Sinner is perhaps not quite where the NBA is at yet. Um, but yeah, I think there will be a lot of lucky teams and uh, who will get a chance at Jared Allen this this summer. Um, and I think it's a shame that we'll be saddled with uh, an aging and increasingly shitty DeAndre Jordan. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, I, I, yeah, I'm, I am just, you know, the, yeah, the, I, and yeah, my only positive would be hope, hopefully getting somebody who... Uh, so how about let's let's talk about it from from this perspective because God knows we got to keep talking about it. <laughs> um, players who don't mind that Kenny got fired and players who are upset and do do you think there'll be a correlation in terms of who stays and who goes from this team? So. To give some backing to that, Karis LeVert and Joe Harris were publicly very, very upset that Kenny Atkinson was fired. With great reason. He has been Karis's coach the entire time he's been in the league and has helped him develop into a, at times, really, really good player. Joe Harris was picked up off the trash heap and turned into one of the league's most elite three-point shooters and has obviously a great amount of respect for Kenny Atkinson for doing that. Players who don't seem to mind uh, Spencer Dinwiddie, DeAndre Jordan. Oh, I actually thought Spencer was, I would put Spencer somewhere in between and maybe even closer to the to the Harris and Karras camp. Like, I I thought his comments were. I mean, I, I'm sure they had some clashes. Yeah. But I don't. I don't. I didn't get the sense, and I, I do think Spencer is not that he's like a hundred percent honest all the time with the media, but I think he's more honest. And so I, I thought his comments saying, you know, look, I wasn't in a conversation about you know firing Kenny, and I appreciated you know that he would give me a pretty long leash to like make mistakes, and I appreciated him for that, and I texted him or whatever. That to me is not on the same level as like I don't think right. DeAndre Kyrie and Katie were texting no uh, with Atkinson but sorry to interrupt no no it's fine um, so Joe Harris says I think for the guys that have been here for the last few years with him you're upset you're angry um, and I think for the most part that's true obviously the new guys don't care they're happy to see him go DeAndre gets to play more minutes woohoo um <laughs> But what what are some of the implications of, of who's mad, who's not? Like, I've seen a lot of people saying, well, Joe Harris was super happy here, was, has, you know, took a little bit of a deal to stay here. People were saying, yeah, he probably will next season because he's so happy with the way things are going here. Do we, does he not take a, a second thought about just going for the most money now that Kenny's gone? Uh, what do you think about that one in particular? Yeah, I mean... I think I think that's possible. I I definitely you know I would not be surprised if, if that's the case. I, I I agree with the premise of the question that it certainly makes that more likely. I do wonder if Joe Harris is such a creature of habit mm-hmm. and the idea that you, you know the fact that he came from from a very tenuous situation that like you know clinging to a team that has some familiarity that sure. at least knows you know that. Um, you know, um, but I, I, I could be wrong, and I agree that it that it that it makes it uh, less likely. So, Karis, Joe, Spencer, 
and Jared Allen are all apparently up for grabs. Teams can make a run at any of them. Some we would have to trade, others could be, or well, Joe Harris would be the free agent. Who said uh, that? I know, I know you're basing that on, it was like, was it... I forget where Mark that Jay was. Spears or uh, I forget where that yeah, was okay. was okay. reported. But that uh, that is the rumor is that basically those four pieces of the Nets th- those would be the most attractive things that we could we could actually get something really some a really good player in return or good players. Ooh, nice. Yeah, let's get a soccer game loudly playing in the background. <laughs> uh, who doesn't want to watch Turkish uh, football? <laughs> Is this like a... Anyway. Yeah. Yeah. So, anyway, the soccer you're hearing in the background is uh, a fun new addition to this podcast. Um, uh, Anyway, of those four players, Simon, who do you think is back with the Nets next year? Um, Good cue. I would guess... I would guess... I feel uh, exactly the same way. I think of those four, the one that will be on the team next year is Spencer Dimity. The only thing that makes me think maybe not is that Spencer might be the player with the highest trade value of those four. Maybe Jared Allen, but Jared only has one year on it. Well, so does Spencer, actually. Um, I don't know. I guess, but Spencer's probably the best player right now of those those players. So maybe that makes him more likely to go, but... I think the limited numbers with him and Kyrie, the fact that he is more of a mercenary than any of them, like a very, you know, he has a more, uh, I don't know, business first mentality (laughs) um, of any of them. And we've talked about, I think Jared is the least likely. Right. Um, Yeah. Okay. Um, Before we get into possible replacements, which I think is a fun topic. Yes, I agree. You sent a Bondi article. Yes. Where there was a source. Tell us about it. So there was a, yeah, Bondi wrote a story pre-season cancellation that was taught, it was, it was, it was, it was, you know, a column, um, not a reported out piece really, but, but just talking about, you know, how Kenny got, got fired and how like this is, it's really up to, uh, good God, it is a loud TV. Uh, Do you want to move over to that table? Sure, sure. We're going to pause here, folks. This is loud. (laughs) Good God. Well, we've moved, so you won't <laughs> be hearing about the coronavirus on Fox News. But, um, Jesus Christ, there's a sp- sound check happening. <laughs> Coyote Cates is on fire, folks. Yeah, uh, yeah. Went from a sleepy western town to <laughs> a absolute hotbed of activity. Yeah. Oh, God. This must be what it felt right. like to be in the gold rush. <laughs> Simon, why don't you tell us about Bondi, then we'll talk about replacements, then we'll try to get the hell out of here. Okay, so the Bondi story, um, basically, Bondi was talking about um, how basic now Kevin Durant needs to, like, win because he and Kyrie Irving have, you know, totally transformed, to put it nicely, the culture of the team. They are clearly the ones in charge, and that doesn't matter if the Nets compete at a very high level, right? right? Uh, no one is, as he points out, no one is upset at 
um, LeBron James for what happened last year with, with players being traded and feeling ostracized and etc. because they, I mean, up until the season was canceled, were heading towards, towards. being the, uh, a strong favorite to be the, the Champion. NBA champions. Yeah. So, um, anyway, and as part of that story, though, he mentions that he takes a quote, and I'm not quoting verbatim, but basically he says a source said that Kenny Atkinson reached out to Brad Stevens, um, Kyrie's former coach on the Celtics, for advice, and Brad Stevens said something like, um, you know, first season was great, second season was a nightmare, I have no idea why. Right. Those two things were different. And to me, that suggests that Kenny Atkinson is probably the source for that for that quote. Because I don't think Brad Stevens would, one, have any interest in really giving that out. Like, mm-hmm. that doesn't really serve any of his purposes at this point. Right. Whereas Kenny has an axe to grind. <laughs> um, and also, Bondi and, and Kenny uh, have a relationship. Um, and he's more likely to be able to, to get in touch with them anyway. So I just think that that... And I have no doubt that that is true. I have no doubt that Brad Stevens was scratching his head right. at the end of that season. Um, and that, honestly, Kyrie, it just, it just sounds like the more we hear he is, he is yes, a diva, but also just a really uh, hard-to-predict and understand diva. Yes. The best kind of diva. The only kind, really. <laughs> um, all right. Let's talk possible replacements. Yes, absolutely. And I want to begin, Simon, with the most preposterous one. Yes, I, I was hoping you would, and I have some, some, some details for you on that as well. <laughs> well. Why don't you say it? Oh, Greg Popovich? Yes. Absurd. Yeah. Absurd. <laughs> I just want, like, there is a 0% chance. I know I said that about Katie Cummings. I know, Cummings, I was just going to say. We, but yeah, yeah. there is a 0% chance that he retires from the Spurs to come coach Kyrie Irving, a known coach killer. Mm-hmm. Like, what does he have to gain from that? I mean, the only thing you could say is, like, the Spurs stink right now. He, he you know, is old. He doesn't want to sit around coaching a team that's going to scrape to try to get the eighth seed in the West. Right. But... No, I completely agree, and I think it's it's a good that you acknowledge that we both were like, Kevin Durant is never coming to the Nets. He did, it turned out. Whoop-de-doo uh, so far. But, um, but no, but... Um, yeah, no, I agree. And I will say that in the block, and these were not block members, these were like special seat like people, but they were like, oh my God, like I was mentioning like, oh, what about D'Antoni, which we talked about last year. You know, to me, that's like kind of like one of the best case semi-realistic yes. scenarios. Um, to me, they were like, Phew. D'Antoni, he stinks. He's never won anything. Like, you think that they would just fire Kenny Atkinson if they didn't have somebody lined up who's who's not, like, okay, like a D'Antoni. Again, one of the best <laughs> coaches in the NBA, flaws and all. Um, but it's got to be... It's got to be Greg Popovich. That was like swimming in 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 the block, and I feel like not to single out the block. I think that that's likely swimming in uh, Nets land. It's insanity. I yeah. I cannot imagine it happening. Yeah, uh, I am often wrong. I don't know if I want to be wrong about this one. Yeah, right. Yeah, I I agree. Um, I'm, well, actually, no. I think it'd be fun to have him. Yeah. I, I think he's maybe one of the only coaches that could um, be respected by right. Durant. He co- I guess he coached them on the Olympics, so yeah. would theoretically yeah. have some sort of insight into what they're like. 
Um, all right, so we've gotten that one off our chest. We don't think it's going to be Greg Popovich. Here's some other big names that are floating around. Both Van Gundys. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yes, please. Mike D'Antoni, uh-huh. Tom Thibodeau. Ugh, yikes. Yeah. Jason Kidd. Ugh. Uh, Ty Lu. Ty Lu. Ty Lu, I would say, is an early favorite. I think if if there were if there was a bet a betting. Uh, yeah. You know, in fact, I think were, there there are. Oh, there actually. are. Okay. Yeah, and he is the last I saw. Yeah. Um, what do you think? I know that you are a man who, if nothing else, has a basically encyclopedic knowledge and understanding of coaches yes. in the NBA. Oh, yes. Uh, Love them, know them. <laughs> a lot of people can't explain what a coach does, but you, Simon, you can explain. You were a coach. Yes, yes. Um, so Co-coach. you have Right. You have firsthand experience of what it takes to, <laughs> to get elite athletes to perform at their best. Um, what do you think of Ty Lue? The I, current favorite. He is my favorite pick, Why? honestly, because, well, I mean, other than Greg Popovich, um, but because I think that, so I was talking to somebody who does know stuff about the NBA much more than me, who yeah. is also a, a fellow LeBron stan, uh-huh. yeah. and he was like, Ty Lue is a really good, like, X's and O's guy. He understands. He can make adjustments. He's a good playoff coach. He got the Cavs to play defense when they had ranked like 26th in the in the league during yeah. the regular season. He like took over the defense according to this guy for the playoffs and okay. like ramped them up to being a much better defensive team. Um, that he is. Yes, he's a players coach. Yes, he would not be like. He's not gonna lay down the law and and whatever. But he. Is I think, you know, he was respected by LeBron, right? Which is certainly something. That's huge, yeah. Um, and you know, was able to help them win a championship again. That was with LeBron James, um, but it was also against an unbelievably good Warriors team. So, um, so you know, I I think he's best case scenario, honestly. But I have been worried to see that um, Scoop B had something that he said like. Kyrie Irving does not, you know, he that Tyloo is not Kyrie Irving's number one pick, and it it does seem to me, even though he's the odds-on favorite, it's unclear to me why. Because Kyrie, yes, was coached by him, but he also demanded to be traded from the team that Kai was coaching him. And then there's also that anecdote from um, from uh, Jackie McMullen's story, where he like Tyloo had the audacity to tell. Kyrie that he should like play faster because it would get other players involved and he said basically that's not my job that's LeBron James's job um, so it doesn't it seems like there are at least some examples of Kyrie not liking Ty Lue despite the fact that yes he was coached by him like I don't know I don't know what do you think of Ty Lue or I, others I, I don't know enough about Ty Lue I just assumed he was like good friends with um LeBron, and that's why that whole thing worked. But I didn't know that he additionally had, like, um, I didn't know that he did a lot of coaching. I thought he was more there as, like, a personality guy that they could all get along with. But interesting to hear that he that he does have those, those, those creds. Yeah. So, sorry. Folks, if you can hear the drumming, 
You're not the only ones. Um, so I'm looking at the odds. Yeah, he is the favorite. God, Thibodeau. We're not really. They no, would, they I would, don't think there's so. There's not I, a that, chance that, in hell, is, right? Yes, Kenny Atkinson is a pussycat compared to Thibodeau. That just wouldn't work. Why would right. those guys possibly want to and, play with And them? he's not, as far as I can tell, not a particularly good coach. Like, yeah. he's not, you're not like, whoa, what an amazing schemer. Too bad he's so mean to his players. Right. It's like, well, this guy stinks every I guess which he way. Was, I guess he put a really good defense together. Right. Um, I hope it's not Mark Jackson. Oh, yes. That is the one who, like, truly anyone. There's also that guy. Yeah, truly anyone is better. Yeah. Anyone is better than Mark Jackson. I truly fear Mark Jackson. And that is the one that has, um, you know, known idiots like known idiots. Uh, has the backing of Rich Klein. Oh, yeah. Um, I don't think the Van Gundys is likely. No, I agree. I don't think Jason Kidd is likely. Uh, a couple names that I think are a little more obscure. I mean, Jock Vaughn is obviously a possibility. Adam Harrington. Uh-huh. I still think Adam Harrington is the dark horse here. Sure. Uh, has a very good relationship with Kevin Durant. Mm-hmm. Uh, Phil Handy. Yeah, yeah. Phil Handy was another name that, that jumped out to me. Uh, he worked with Kyrie in Cleveland. Yeah. He's a Lakers assistant now. Yeah. Um, he was with the Raptors last year, so has worked with championship organizations. Apparently has a good relationship with Kyrie Irving. Yeah, has a legitimately good. Right. Not a questionably good with, right, right, with right. Ty Lue, yeah. All right, well. My one concern with that really quickly while we yeah. get the hi-hat going um, <laughs> is uh, the ride symbol, I think, actually, just to be completely accurate. Um, I think that my fear with Handy is that he's also a development guy. Yeah. Like, he's not, as far as I know, really cut his teeth at, like, adjustments and schemes, etc., right. etc. Et um, we do have a mailbag. Oh, great. From Ratty505. For your cast next week in glitzy Atlantic City. <laughs> Good God. People, we love bringing this guest to you. This is the third one we've done. <laughs> Every year is just a little bit sketchier than the last. Um, for your cast next week in glitzy Atlantic City, maybe you could liken some nets to typical Atlantic stereotypes. Oh, yes, yes, yes. Smoking old lady at the slot, sleazy 40 to 50 year olds in cheap suits, some particular kind of drunk, etc. I don't know. You all know the place. I just know the song. You got anything for this? Uh, sure, yeah. Thanks for the question. Yes, thank you so much, uh, Ratty505. So, to me, the. <laughs> There's a guy in the background who just walked by who said. He said something about tapas. Tapas? <laughs> Amazing. Okay. So my <laughs> my pick for, um, I feel like DeAndre Jordan is the guy at the casino who's like sitting next to you 
gambling who yeah. like wants to talk to you. Right. Who's like talking <laughs> about like, oh man, I gotta get that six or I gotta, you know, like, oh, hit on thirty five, come on. <laughs> and you're just like, I you know, it's it's like a worse version of like the person on an airplane that that wants to talk to you. Like you have nothing in common with that person right. except a desire to fritter away your money. Right. Um, in hopefully solitude. But this guy is like <laughs> at you and I feel like that's that's a somewhat similar vibe that I get to, to DeAndre. It's kinda like an annoying an annoying yap yapier guy. Um all right. Before this sound check go, gets going again, uh-huh. I think we gotta wrap this thing up. Okay. Are you cool with that? Yeah. Do you have anything? You don't have a. You don't have a. Uh... I. I literally can't think about anything right now. Okay. okay. <laughs> I got to get off this podcast. Okay. Uh, Thank you for the cue. It, it it was great. Thank you, Ready Five Hundred Five. I'm sorry we didn't do it. it ample it... justice, <laughs> but just understand the circumstances we're working in are not ideal for uh, podcasting. <laughs> This is an annual tradition, barring a complete shutdown of um, uh, transportation services in the future. We will be here next year doing this very same thing, Uh, hopefully with even more distracting sounds happening in the background. Um, But until then, I guess we will go ahead and see ya next time. I was tired of my lady. Together too long, like a worn out recording of a favorite song.